0: Greetings, my family, grace and peace to you. This is Francis Wessel, thanking you for tuning in and welcoming you to the Cornerstone podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. This is the fifth episode of the series talking about angels and demons. And in this episode, we are going to wrap up the subject of demons, talking about familiar spirits, and we will start talking about the ministry of angels, which I love to do. But first, I want to remind you of the homework I gave you in the last podcast. I wanted you to ask the Holy Spirit to search your house to see if there was any object in it that should be destroyed, burned, or thrown away because it could be attracting negative influence to your house. I hope you did and removed anything that didn't belong in the house of a child of God. Many people don't believe that by bringing certain things to our homes, they are opening the doors to the enemy, but I don't play with those things. Years ago, one of my brothers and I bought a house together and shared that house. He was a teacher at that time and someone gave him some religious candles. Not wanting to offend the person who gave them to him, he accepted them and brought them to the house. I didn't know that he had brought them, but as soon as I got to the house, the Holy Spirit told me that there was something in the house that I needed to throw away. He took me to the garage of my house and showed me the bag of candles that my brother had left there. He didn't know what to do with them, and had left them in a corner of the garage. I broke them and threw them away in the trash. I don't know the reason why the person he knew gave him those candles, and I don't know what they were going to attract to my house, but when the Holy Spirit tells us to do something, we must obey. By this, I'm not saying that all the candles are from the devil. I love scented candles. I don't know what kind of candles those were, but I destroyed them, because for some reason, God warned me about them. I once helped a person who was being tormented. One night, she woke up feeling as if someone had her by the throat. She lived alone and could not see whatever it was that was choking her. But when she finally was able to free herself from it and turn the lights on, she had marks all over her throat. She came to the church the next day and asked me to pray for her. We prayed together and God showed us that she had received a purse as a gift and that that purse was attracting the demonic presence to her house. I told her to destroy the purse and to throw it away. She felt bad for doing it because it was a typical purse from her country and a gift from a friend. But as soon as she discarded it, the demon that was tormenting her left and never returned. So I don't play with things like that. If the Holy Spirit showed you that you needed to get rid of something, I hope you did. That brings me to the homework for this podcast. I want to ask you in the name of Jesus to examine everything that you and your family see or hear. Everything that you watched, everything that you listened to. Many Christians are not careful about the kinds of programs they watched on TV and the games their children play or the kind of music they listen to. They think that sometimes pastors are demanding or old-fashioned because they warn them to be careful with what they see or with what they hear. But remember that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and everything we see and hear is heard by the Holy Spirit. If you are seeing or watching things that you wouldn't like your pastor or your mother to see, why are you making the Holy Spirit see it? Everything we see and everything we hear builds us up or weakens us so your task this week is to evaluate everything that influences you or your family by sight or hearing please remove anything that is not beneficial to you or your family with that recommendation we are going to enter on the subject of familiar spirits many believers know a lot about this subject but others are completely unaware of these spirits So we are going to just put a base on the subject. Let's go to Leviticus 19.31, which says, Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Also go with me to 2 Kings chapter 23, verse 24. It reads, Furthermore, Josiah got rid of all the mediums and spiritists, the household gods, the idols, and all the other detestable things seen in Judah and Jerusalem. This he did to fulfill the requirements of the law written in the book that Hacchaeah, the priest, had discovered in the temple of the Lord. Those two biblical portions speaks of familiar spirits. One speaks about necromancy, or mediums, which is predicting the future through the invocation of the dead, and also practices of divination. All of this is an abomination before God and a deception for the people who practice it. Many people think that mediums can talk with the dead and that is why they are able to tell them where certain things are or how certain events of the past happened without they knowing anything about it. But in reality, most of them are charlatans. But the ones who indeed are mediums, they are people that are being used by familiar spirits, which are demons. These demons know things, not because they are clairvoyant or omniscient, but because they have lived thousands of years. They are called familiar spirits because just as there are angels assigned to individuals and families, there are also demons assigned to certain families. These demons know our ancestors and that is why some people can reveal things about them when they are being used by these demons. Also, familiar spirits are what some relied on to promote false beliefs and religions, such as reincarnation. I have heard that people think that they lived in the past or that they've had past lives because under hypnosis, they remember things that they lived in another life. By opening your soul and spirit to hypnosis, a familiar spirit can show you a number of things, but that does not mean that the reincarnation is true. If you were involved with the occult in the past, please make sure that your past is under the blood of Jesus and do not allow any member of your family to play with these things. Many times when we come to Christ, we give to God our vices and sins such as anger, jealousy, and resentment, but we do not work with the different beliefs that we've carried from our past. Remember that everything that is not under the blood of Christ belongs to the devil. Anything that is under darkness belongs to the devil. Close every door the devil can use to steal your blessings, please. I'm going to close the subject of demons with this. If you have any questions about it, you can always write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Now we're going to start talking about a subject that I love, and that is the subject of angels. Angels are our companions and assistants in our struggle to gain ground for the kingdom of heaven. The Bible talks more about angels than demons. Angels are mentioned throughout the whole Bible and are part of the wonderful stories of God's people. We know through the Bible that angels are eternal spirits that were created by God before the creation of man. They do not multiply because they are not like us. They do not have sexual relationships, and in the Bible it is not specified if they have gender. In other words, we do not know if there is any female looking angels. All angels mentioned in the Bible are male, but only God knows if there's any female looking angels. God is no longer creating more angels. And if you wonder how I know that, I know it, because nowhere in the Bible we see a new judgment for angels. What that means is that God created the exact number of angels that he wanted in existence, and he is not going to create any more. The fallen angels will be demons for the rest of their existence, and the angels that did not sin will serve God for eternity. Angels in general maintain anonymity. We do not see in the Bible that the angels who appear to people gave their names, and they do not show themselves unless it is extremely necessary to carry out the plan of God. But we know that they are all around us. Psalms 34 7 tells us, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Also, we see Matthew eighteen ten saying, See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. These verses seem to tell us that children have angels with them. But the word little ones can also refer to believers. So children probably have guardian angels. At least I want to believe that but we can't be sure. If they have them, we do not know when they lose them because we don't see anything in the Bible indicating that all people have them. But glory to God that believers do. I have been blessed to see some angels in my life. In most cases, I have seen them in visions. But on two occasions, I was blessed to see angels with my eyes. One of them happened many years ago before I went to Bible school. I was working in the youth department of a church and we were preparing a drama. One night before presenting this drama or this play, we stayed late at church practicing it. I left practice almost at one o'clock in the morning. And since I have never liked to pump gas in my car, I was almost out of gas. I didn't realize that I didn't have enough gas to get home until the light came on indicating that I was on empty and the only gas station on the way to my house from the church that was open at that time was in an area that was not that safe. For fear of being stranded on the way home at that time in the morning, I went to get gas, and I was gassing when a bad-looking man came out behind me and began to tell me that he needed a ride home. He and I were the only ones outside the gas station, and the clerk inside couldn't see me from the register. I was very nervous begging God to help me when all of a sudden, a guy stood between the man who was screaming at me and myself and told me to get in my car and to lock the door. I thought that this man was another driver who had stopped to put gas and was helping me, and even though I didn't know him, he gave me peace. I don't know what he told the other guy because I got in the car and he finished pumping my gas. The man who had scared me was still standing on the other side of my car and he was yelling at me to open the door. When the man finished pumping the gas, he hit the roof of my car telling me to leave and I did. To get out of the gas station and to get onto the street towards my house, I had to make a U-turn to leave that gas station. When I looked back on the other side of the street, there was only the man who had scared me still yelling at me The other man that had helped me was gone and there was no other car in the gas station. Of course, I am not going to know if the guy I saw was really an angel on this side of heaven. But because of what he did and how he made me feel and the way he disappeared, I've always believed that that night God allowed one of my angels to take human form to help me. I am telling you this story to encourage you. No matter where you are, if you are a believer, you have an angel of God with you at all times. You may not be able to see it, but angels guard you and defend you. Don't miss our next episode of the series. My prayer is that at the end of the series, you will be able to put your angels to work to gain ground for the kingdom of heaven. If you have any questions about our ministry or would like to share a testimony or prayer request with us, Please write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. May God bless you and keep you.